Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Our God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. So understanding the Trinity helps us experience the fullness of who God is. Today on Better Together, Victoria Osteen, Beth Redman, Brittany Borders, and Lindy Kofer are joining me to discuss how our sovereign God expresses His love in three persons. Come on, let's talk about it. Not everyone has this experience, and but I am able to say that I was fortunate enough to be raised with a family that took me to church, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, since I was a little girl. And so just going to church all the time was just a way of life. Right. And that's where I was introduced to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And that's where I fell in love with Jesus. Mm-hmm. And as a result, my first impression of God was through Jesus, yeah. you know, and I know we always start our prayer off in our home as heavenly father, our mm-hmm. father, but I was introduced to Jesus first. Mm-hmm. And then I think as I've grown and as I've lived, I am understanding a little bit more, a little bit more about God and mm-hmm. about the Father and about mm-hmm. the Son mm-hmm. and then the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And I think sometimes the Holy Spirit seems to be the last piece of the puzzle, mm-hmm. you know, for a lot of us. And I know it, it, it was for me, you know, because mostly I was focused on Jesus and what I read in the Bible in the New Testament. And that's who, how I had my example of Jesus. And Jesus always said in the, in the New Testament, he said, if you've seen me, you've seen the father. Yeah. So that's when my mind began to expand and like, okay, well, Jesus is God. Mm-hmm. And then it wasn't till later when I realized, well, then there's another part of God. That's the Holy Spirit. And so I don't know about y'all, but it's a complex topic, Mm -hmm. but really, I don't think we have to be able to theologically express it. Uh, I think we need to experience it. And I think in my lifetime, it's a gradual progression. And I can look back even, I can think, I wish I would have maybe understood more about the Holy Spirit, like when I was raising my kids, you know, uh, because that's what we need. We need God as the helper. Not just God as, you know, our savior, we need him as our helper. And that's, that's really what he is. And when I think about the Trinity, the one God with three different persons, you know what it makes me think of? A God that meets every one of my needs. A God that can be everything to me. He's not only love, but he's a savior Mm. and he's my power to help me live this life. So I try not to just get all caught up in the, you know, analogies of the beautiful, simplistic things that people have like Mm. expressed God as, Mm. you know, like we've all heard God is expressed as liquid, you know, how liquid water and, you know, all these analogies, water can be frozen and then it can be steam. And then, you know, you try to wrap your head around all these things, but really, I just like to come back to the fact is that God is so infinite, so big that I'll never understand it all. And one thing I can say is he's, his character meets every one of my needs. His character is everything that I ever will ever need. And everything we need, we find in God. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. As comfort, as Lord, Savior, God Almighty in control of all things, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's an amazing topic, the Trinity. And I think we never stop learning and never stop seeing and feeling and experiencing God in all his many facets, the essence of God, the essence of the three in one. You know, I love what Victoria said about God being three in one because he wanted to meet every one of our needs. God as this beautiful heavenly father, Jesus, our perfect redeemer, the one who sacrificed, took the sin, all of our shame, became our savior. And then the Holy Spirit who leads us and who guides us and who sticks with us. He's on the inside of us. He's with us, leading us into all truth and um, helping us every day. My husband was reading a book and he was trying to explain it to me about the Trinity. Um, and it was about Trinitarian theology. And I was like, I just already need to lie down. Like, <laughs> sounds like a math project. Uh, don't make us explain yeah, this. Yeah. And there's a reason my husband took advanced math. Mm-hmm. And I did. He was so passionate. I was like, Mm-mm. So basically what you're saying is, this is how I understood it, is mm-hmm. every Christian is a Trinitarian theologian because the Holy Spirit introduced us to Jesus Mm. and Jesus showed us who the father is and that's it it sounds like this advanced lofty like brain busting thing but actually when you break it down we are all trinitarian theologians yeah because that's what it breaks down to we come to the father through the son through the holy spirit who introduced us and that is how i actually grasped the trinity Mm. i was like here's matt's the way that he relates to it and then actually to me it just was so simple all the way through the spirit to jesus to the father in one Mm. and sometimes like you know when you get into certain crises I'm like this is a moment where I need my husband right now Mm. or I'm like he's probably going to tell me off so I'm going to call this friend (laughs) or you know maybe I need like a professional Mm -hmm. and I've got these options but it's not like that you're not like well today I need to call on God you know and then tomorrow I might need to talk to Jesus and like this is a moment for the spirit they're all one but like you said it's like you can actually claim that promise that God the Father through Jesus saving us is here present with me now in the spirit so I can call on three in one at all times so I just like keeping it simple (laughs) look Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating all the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than hey (sighs) well that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. How would I explain the Trinity? Well, sometimes when you try and get your head around it, it can sound a bit like advanced mathematics. You know, like how is three also one? And what's the order of the Trinity? And actually the truth is the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit were at creation and they were at the cross and they're still present in our lives today. But how I would explain it is that the Holy Spirit draws us to Jesus. And Jesus shows us what the Father is like. We get to know the Father through the Son, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. They're with us by the presence of the Holy Spirit. You can talk to all three of them because they are one person. So that's how I would explain it. It's actually beautifully simple. 
remember when I first got saved and I first heard the phrase, the Trinity. So I'm like looking for it in scripture. I'm like, where, where is it? I'm just trying to find the scripture. I just want to look it up. I want to understand it. And of course the word Trinity, it, there's not like this ABC one, two, three, mm-hmm. go to this scripture, but where the Lord did take me where I was like, Oh, this makes sense. This in the beginning was the word mm-hmm. and the word was God. God was the word, mm-hmm. the word put on flesh and dwelt among us. And then I feel like the Holy Spirit linked that to when Jesus says, it's better if I go, yes. I'm right. sending my spirit. Right. And it was like, as a new believer, I was able to connect this. This was all from the beginning. Mm. It wasn't like, it was just God. And then he's like, well, I better create a son to save the world mm. who can send his spirit. Cause you know, when you understand the whole story of the Bible, you see, there's been this story we're right in the middle of right now yeah. in between the first and second coming of Jesus. We're, yeah. we're the the people of God living in this moment in history. And it helped me understand. I went, oh, I get it. God didn't create Jesus and the Holy Spirit to fix the story. It was that from the beginning. That's what they were. Yeah, they were in God. the beginning was the word. The word was God. God was the word. And just understanding that, then that part where it says the word put on flesh mm. and dwelt among us. That was the part for me where I went, oh, I don't understand fully how, but I get it. Yeah. Right. My spirit, my mind is still like, what? Like, it does feel like a math problem. You're like, how? <laughs> but your spirit, it, like, you get it. You're like, oh, you are yeah. three in one. So yeah. I'll never forget being a new believer, trying to wrap my mind around it. Yeah. yeah. But it really is through the Holy Spirit, you you gain understanding. Yeah. Which so. is funny because it's the Holy Spirit was given last. Yeah. You would think the Holy Spirit would be given first. Because the Holy Spirit is the one who draws us, enables us, gives mm. us the desire to seek after God. Mm. He empowers us. Mm. But it seems like as believers, we know the Holy Spirit last, yes. you know, yeah. and, and it was really the Holy Spirit was there in the beginning with Jesus. He, he, he didn't, like you said, it wasn't created. They are, he is the creator. Yes. You know, yes. and, and so it's real interesting because you know, as a new believer, you have to anchor yourself to something. And I think the word of God in the New Testament, you see Jesus walk the earth. Mm-hmm. You see what he does. You see his goodness. You see that he doesn't condemn. Right. You see that right. he loves. You see that he chose the heart of the father. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why we're, we are always introduced to Jesus first, mm-hmm. you know, as believers, because it's visual. And somehow we have yeah. to be able to see, we have to look up that scripture. Tell me exactly how it is now. And, yeah. and God's not always like that, is yeah. he? He's, he, you can't wrap your hand, head around God. Cause if you could, you'd be God yourself. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean, God is bigger than we could ever imagine. And that's why it takes faith to believe. And that childlike faith sometimes, and that's sometimes how you have to wrap your head around the Trinity. It's like, okay, God, I just believe you. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take you for at your word. I'll take you at your word, God. No, but for me, I was young too. When I grew up, uh, as long as I can remember, I don't know life without God. Um, Because my parents also, my dad was a fourth generation pastor, so... (laughs) I was introduced very early. (laughs) I have like videos of me saying scriptures when I'm like two. So I don't know anything else. But for me, because I was so young, the way they explained the Trinity to me was through a person. Like I'm your dad, but I'm also her husband Mm -hmm. and I'm also his brother. And so when he broke it down like that, I think 
Honestly, I was introduced to God first, God the Father. And my dad was like, as your father, it's my job to give you the first natural representation of our Heavenly Father. And and if you think I'm great, wait until you really experience God the Father, you know, God as our Father. He's like, because... When you, when I first heard you were conceived, he was like, I mean, I wanted you to be a boy, you know, so I'm not <laughs> guy. <laughs> I didn't know you then, but I loved you, you know, from then. And he explained it that way. And then he was like, and because God loved us so much, he sent his son, he sent himself in the flesh form to show us how to live out life, you know, to be an example of what we could follow. And then he ex- described my mom as Holy Spirit. <laughs> she's like a dream, huh? right, right? <laughs> And she's the helper, you know? He, then he sends somebody there to help us through life to, you know, give us wisdom and to guide us to really just be our manual to help us through all of the little situations. So being really young, that's how I understood the Trinity. The way I would explain the Trinity to a new believer is pretty much how I talked about on set about how it was explained to me, breaking it down, keeping it simple. Like you are a sister, you are a mother, you are a wife, you are a friend, you are different roles in different moments, you know, in different times. And that's literally how God is. He's a comforter, helper, he's a savior, he's father, he's Lord. And the Trinity is just that. He's the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. And he's all of those things in one. So whatever we need, he's got it covered. I love how the the monk years ago took the pretzel and he made a pretzel. And it has three holes in it. <laughs> and he said, this is a pretzel, <laughs> right? And without one of these holes, it's not a pretzel anymore. You know, we are created spirit. We live in a, we have a soul and we live in a body. And that's kind of the way we're, we're created. Mm-hmm. But I love, I, I love what you said, Victoria. I love that, that the Godhead is everything that we need. Mm-hmm. Jesus had to go away. Because if he didn't go away, he said, I can't send the comforter yes. to come, yeah. to come back. And, and oh, how we need the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. you know, and we needed a savior to die for our sins. And we need God to love us mm-hmm. and God to have mercy and grace on us. Mm-hmm. And, and with that is just the fullness of God. I've heard it said like this, that God is love. He is love. And he wanted to shed that broad love abroad. So he created man, not because he was lonely, not because he needed us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was everything he needed. He was the Trinity. He was all in one. But through that love, the fall of man, he had to retrieve that love back. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? He had to capture. So Jesus came to redeem us back to that place of rightness with God and that love of God. And so the, and then his spirit is the one that empowers us to be able to receive what God has done, the whole picture. And so it's interesting because you think about how it really started with love. It's all about the love of the father. 
And so often we don't understand how God really does love us. But when you follow the trail of how he redeemed us and how he even equipped us and how he's, we're going to talk about this later, but even, you know, sealed us with a promise, you know, of that. It's, it's a, it's beautiful, you know, it's really beautiful. But I think sometimes we try to figure God out so much Mm -hmm. that we just don't accept the fact that we're loved. Mm -hmm. We're just dearly loved children. And it's not because of our performance. It's not because we're better than anybody else. He just loves us. Mm -hmm. And sometimes that's hard because we don't always have relationships like that. You know, our relationships are conditional many times, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and, uh, it's so sometimes as human, it's, it's difficult to understand that you love me just because you love me. I mean, Mm -hmm. I think we can with our children a little bit. If you're a mom or if you have children, you know, even you, you may be disappointed in them, but you sure do love them regardless, you know, because they are yours. They, they came from you. And that's exactly what we did. We came from God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just, it's like, sometimes we say that the Trinity is complicated. I love the way you, um, you express that I'm your father, but I'm her husband, but I'm his brother. And I'm like, that's right. Yeah. You know, but it's when they start saying they're three different people that people go, ah, (laughs) (laughs) personality. but it's not, it's the way God operates. And that's why I just came back to that point. It's like, that just shows me, God, you're everything I'll ever need. You're everything I'll ever want. Because of what Jesus did on the cross, it gives me such an assurance and such a peace and a rest that I don't have to struggle. It's not my performance. It's not what I can do, but it's what God can do in me and through me. So I can rest and I can feel loved and love others. God's love displayed to us in the Trinity, like to have a perfect father, but one that also is our saviour. But what is one of the biggest issues like people are facing right now is that loneliness and longing for connection. Mm -hmm. So the Trinity is not just a father and a son, but so that you never, ever can say ever once on this earth when you've asked Jesus into your life, I'm alone. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. It's an impossibility Mm -hmm. when you have the Holy Spirit that he would come and like you said, be comforter. Like, I think that's probably the way that I was able to best explain the Holy Spirit was when my youngest son didn't want me to leave him at nighttime. Mm. He's like, stay with me, don't leave me. And it's like, no, I've got to go. Do you remember that moment when Jesus, that's what Jesus had to say. Like, it's natural to say, like, you make me feel a certain way and I need you, so don't leave me. Mm. And Jesus Mm. recognised that. So he said, I'm... I'm going, but I'm not leaving you because mm-hmm. I'm going to leave you the comforter wow. so that we can be in any and every circumstance and we can have our people beside us or it could just be me, myself and I, right. but I will never be alone because mm-hmm. of the love of the Trinity mm-hmm. providing the spirit. So just blows me away. And wow. my son was like, okay, you can go now. <laughs> <laughs> Go to bed, mom. Yeah. <laughs> but that's just something that we grow in. Like when we yeah. first start something, um, a relationship, even being a parent, you're like your first child. I need to do everything right. I'm reading all these books. I don't understand what this is going to be like. But the more you grow in that relationship, the more you kind of understand, you know, how it is. Because at first, when you first become a Christian, well, I mean, I became a Christian young, but I think as I started being explained, like, 
I don't want to call it the rules of the Bible, but when I started learning the Ten Commandments and I'm like trying to do everything like this and then the Trinity is seeming complex and it's like, relax, mm-hmm. growing your relationship with God. Like, yes. and the more I grew, the more I experienced him. Like your son, when you first left him, it was kind of nerve wracking, like, okay. But night after night after night, and he realized, okay, you're not, Pre- you know, you're not present in the room with him, mm-hmm. but you're there. Mm-hmm. And so once he grew in that confidence of knowing that you were there and then that feeling, then you can relax a bit more and get to know you as, okay, yes, I'm comforted. You know, I do have a savior, you know, I do have a father. Yes. And so I just with anything, it's like the more time we spend with it or the more experience mm-hmm. we have with um, just feeling the fullness of God, we just kind of settle in it and then we can grow and then we can tell others, no, experience God. Yeah. Like stop trying so hard to fully wrap your mind around it or to understand him, Mm -hmm. experience him. And that is, that makes the Trinity not feel so like, what is this? Yeah, I love how you said, just relax. Just relax. Because <laughs> sometimes we can put too much pressure. I know mm-hmm. I've done that. I feel so much pressure to have to, biblically, I just want to biblically understand it all. What's the Greek? What's the Hebrew? Right. Lord, I just want to know you. <laughs> yeah. But there's like right. this, relax, take yeah. it in. Take he's it been in. given to you. And, you know, you referenced this earlier from Ephesians, but like, He's the guarantee of our inheritance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, when, I remember one time I read that. I'm like, well, what's our inheritance? It's him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's our inheritance. So there's yeah. like this place where you do have to let go of, you know, I love the Helsers. They call their school the 18-inch journey because it's 18 inches from your mind to your heart. Yeah. And I just go, I feel like this category I so relate with just... <laughs> yeah relax, (laughs) let it go. Like let your heart engage in the fullness of God and know that we'll be discovering who he is until we see him. And if we could just discover him in one sitting, like, I feel like that would, he wouldn't be God. You know, he wouldn't be the creator of the universe, who he says he is. So when you said that, I just, (laughs) I felt that because I'm like, man, it takes that sometimes just to look in the mirror, look at your friends and just go, Let's just relax. Yes. He is God. Yeah. I am not. Yeah. And I am called to experience the fullness of who God is. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, you know, where faith and rest are so connected. Mm. You got to have that faith to rest in who he is. Mm. Oh, I love what Paul says. I count it all as loss. for their surpassing worth to know him. Yeah. I feel like that's a continual yeah. thing. Yeah. No, you don't really. just count it as loss one time yeah. for the pursuit of knowing him. It's like over and over again, Lord, I count it all as loss. Yeah know you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Some practical examples we can have of resting in God is we see this in scripture where Jesus ties together faith and rest. And I will say this, a lot of my life, I've I've wasted a lot of time striving and putting way too much pressure on myself. And the only thing that truly breaks these cycles of feeling like we've got to work for something and you know, it's like the high stress, hustle, hustle, hustle. And working hard is not wrong, but being our hearts being positioned in a place where we feel like we constantly have to work and earn God's love keeps us in a place of unrest. But faith and rest are so tied in scripture, which helps us, what, like relax, right? We kept using that word, just relax. Relax in God's love, just rest in His love. And faith, right, is believing 
who God is. Faith says God can, God does, God will. God will. Faith rests in the character and nature of God. That's why God ties faith and rest together because when we are aware and understand who God is, it does bring a rest and the peace that surpasses all understanding to our souls. We also have to realize that it's in a place of receiving God's love for us and understanding God's love for us that keeps us positioned in a place of rest as well, right? Because if I don't, if I'm not absolutely convinced of the love of God, parts of my heart and my life will always be trying to earn it. I love, I heard someone say this once, you're either living from God's love or trying to earn God's love. From God's love or for God's love, right? We're called to live from God's love and that is what causes us to have peace. And we were saying today, I love it, just relax, you know, just chill. That doesn't mean things are gonna always be easy, right? But that does mean in your inner spirit, you will always have a peace that surpasses understanding. I love that. It's just like relax. the more you relax and rest in it, the more you actually understand. Yeah. Because now you're experiencing mm -hmm. him as all three. Yeah. And then you really begin to understand. When you're working, he's resting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When you're resting, he's working. Yes. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yes. yes. We want if we want the rest of God. Wow, yeah. The whole fullness of God, we've got to rest in yes. him mm -hmm. so, you know because yeah. it's as long as we're working yeah he's resting striving yeah yes striving <laughs> i love how peter says grace and peace so when you're peaceful you're at rest mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of god of and of christ our lord as his divine power has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him. And so if you start, if you start reading second Peter one, I love, I love this passage of scripture because it's all about just getting to know God. Mm. And when you start tasting and seeing, and all of a sudden you're it's like being all tense about stuff and we're not at peace and we're not at rest and we're striving and we're, we're confused and there's chaos going on around us. And then God, and, and then you hear that it's okay. God's got this. Okay. All right. And, and then you loosen up maybe just a little bit. And then all of a sudden you get the phone call that says, Hey, this is all taken care of. And you go, Oh, Oh, okay. And then your husband comes home and tells you how pretty you are. And I go, oh, okay. <laughs> you know? And all of a sudden, that tense and the knowledge and, and just peace starts just, you know how that happens? Yeah. I don't mm -hmm. know. Sometimes that just happens yeah. to me. And all of a sudden, it can be a simple phone call. It's, hey, I just saw that that bill is paid. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God, it is? I knew I paid that bill. Or it, it, that knowledge that just takes away yeah. that lie mm -hmm. that I have to strive or it just the knowledge of something good. If we all woke up and said something good is going to happen to me today, that would take so much striving and so much responsibility yeah. off my yeah. plate yes. to, to think that I have to do something today. 
mm-hmm. but that God is going to do something for me. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's not what I'm doing. It's what God is doing. And so as I know him, as I just open my, open my Bible and start reading that grace and peace be multiplied, mm-hmm. everything that pertains to life and mm-hmm. to godliness is yours today mm-hmm. through the knowledge of me. Just get to know me mm-hmm. and all grace and all peace is multiplied through the knowledge that pertains to life. Well, does my health pertain to life? Yes. Mm. Does does my provision pertain to life? Yes. Well, it's all found through the knowledge Mm -hmm. of who God says he is. So the more we look here to just get to know him, and, and I know that sounds kind of funny sometimes, is how do we get to know God? Well, how do we get to know God? Worship? <laughs> right? He says that I am loved. Yes. I am. I, God so loved me today that he gave his only son for me. I truly believe that. Do you know how that sets me free? Yes. For sure. You know, and so if you just start believing the promises, the precious promises, he says, of God. If we just start believing what God says and we get that knowledge of him, of how he feels about us, yeah. don't you think that's going to change your life? <laughs> that is going to turn your world upside down and everything that pertains to life and godliness is found in who he says he is. Wow. And that becomes that the trinity of everything that I need. So since we can have faith and trust, in a God that loves us so much and a Savior that died for us and the Holy Spirit that comforts us. We can have peace and we can have rest knowing that He's always with us. He's everything that we need. He's, um, you know, when we talk about a good Father, He's the one that covers under the shadow of the Almighty, under His wings, we take refuge. That, and that's such a beautiful, beautiful p- picture of who God is to us. And so the whole three persons of the Trinity um, is so beautifully um, represented all in one essence of who God is. It's funny because I know that talking about the Trinity, talking about God as one in three parts, three persons, Mm -hmm. you know, like like people talk about, like I've heard people go, well, you can't say the Holy Spirit. You have to say Holy Spirit. And I'm like, it would be like saying the Victoria Osteen. And I'd be like, I like that. <laughs> the one and only. <laughs> but, you know, we get so hung up on things. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, oh, I got to call him Holy Spirit. Can't call him the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know? Right. But uh, I think when we just don't get hung up on all yes. of this and try, because you really can't explain how God changes you from the inside mm-hmm. out. You can't explain. Okay. You can see it if you walk with him long enough. You can yeah. feel it. Yeah. You notice it. Yeah. You realize, man, what used to, the attitude I used to have, I can, I can catch it now or I don't have it anymore mm-hmm. or I don't, you can't, you can't explain it out on paper, but you sense it and you mm-hmm. feel it. And I think that's how also you get to know God and you realize he is Emmanuel, God with us, wow. God in us. When you said to your son, I'm going, you know, but I'm still here. Mm. And it's like, okay, God, all you had, all your son had to do was call mommy and you're there. Mm. 
Yeah. Call on me and I'll answer. You know, and, and that's what that's what the scripture says. Call Abba Father. Yes. Abba Father. And I'm right there. And I think when we realize that all we have to do is call on God and he's right there. What's that scripture that says I'm a very present help in time of need? Yes. I think too often we think if we're having trouble, we're in need, then God's not here. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wouldn't be in need if God was, right. was here. Right. You know, I'm going through this trouble. Where are you, God? Well, he's as very, he's as close as the very breath that we breathe. And we have to call on him. We have to activate yeah. Yeah. what's inside of us, the Holy Spirit, yeah. you know, and that's where I think that where I was saying earlier about, I wish maybe I would have understood a little bit about the spirit. I know God lives in me, but when I was, as I was, you know, growing in my faith, but God can be activated in a greater way mm. when we call upon him. Yeah. When we utter Abba Father, when we believe, you know, and we call and we say, that's our faith in action. You know, when we say, Mm -hmm. because he's in us, but Mm -hmm. we have to get in agreement with what's inside of us. And so I think that's where sometimes it's like, maybe if I didn't understand something that was going on in my kid's life, or maybe I didn't understand how to handle something that maybe a relationship issue, you know. We say, well, do I call on God? Do I call on Jesus? Do I call on the Holy Spirit? Well, they're all one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You know, but maybe it's, maybe we say, Holy Spirit, give me wisdom. Yeah. Give me wisdom on how to, how to handle the situation. Because like you were talking about, Lori, God is, he's all wisdom. He's knowledge and he's understanding. Yeah. He gives us wisdom. He gives us knowledge and he gives us understanding. And it's that understanding that we need, you know, mm-hmm. but that all comes from the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And so I think sometimes we can, call upon God for different things in His different functions. Knowing God in His fullness can give us peace because the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit represent the one triune God, the God that meets every one of our needs. There is nothing that can happen in your life that God doesn't know about. There's nothing that can happen in my life that God can't fix. There's nothing in this life that that goes by unnoticed by God because God sees all and He knows all and He and He is there for all of us. So today, Just enjoy the fullness of God and rest in His peace and in His joy. I'm just learning now more and more to just say, I need wisdom, God. You know, I mean, as simple as, where is my phone, God? (laughs) She uses that one. I know that I put it somewhere. I use that one for her a lot. (laughs) She just find her phone. (laughs) You know, I mean, that's well. I mean, simply, God is concerned about Mm -hmm. everything that concerns us. I have literally said, God, where is my phone? (laughs) And then I have to stand still a minute. I can't be going, God, where's my phone? God, where's my phone? Just a second, God, can I? Yes. Oh, yeah. I left it out in the garage when I was getting the groceries. That's where it is. Yeah. Do you know it? I mean, that's simple, but God is like, God, how do I handle this difficult situation mm-hmm. with my child? Mm-hmm. God, how do I keep believing when it doesn't look like it's going to change? You know, wow. God, you know, Holy Spirit, help me, aid yeah. me, you know, in these things because he is our helper. Yes. He's our guide. That's going back into that place of rest. He's our advocate. It's not denying the reality of any of those things, Mm -hmm. but it's eliminating striving, which is essentially, if I don't do something, God won't do something. Right. So I think I love that you were both talking about rest and worship because when the Holy Spirit came in the upper room, what were the disciples doing? They were waiting, but they weren't tarrying. 
Mm. You know, there's rest in waiting. Mm. It's not passivity, it's active, yeah, but there's yeah. rest in that. They weren't tarrying and striving and come and we need you. Yeah. They were just resting and worshipping, waiting and worshipping. And I love that you're saying that yesterday, Matt and I were just out for a walk and praying about something for someone that was just so heavy. Like, God, if you don't come and show up, this is a terrible situation. But just felt that invitation to mm. enter into God's rest in that burden. Mm. And then Matt said to me, I just want to tell you a story to encourage you. And then he started freaking out. And I was like, I don't know what's happening. And he was like, that's the person that I was about to tell you a story about. That's oh, wow. the person. And the guy gets out of his car and he's like, oh, my. I'm just about to tell a story. I'm just about to tell my wow. wife your testimony. Because we're walking, praying for somebody mm. who's walking through what you got set free from. Oh, and he's like, what are you doing here? This is my street. <laughs> like, where are you? And he said, oh, I'm just showed up here. This is my wife. We're going for a walk. And he's like... Can you tell my wife the story? Wow. How fun. You are so kind. I I was just freaking out because we could have been tarrying and just Mm -hmm. like, oh, and Matt was just in rest going, I just want to tell you something to encourage you. In fact, God's like, no, I'm going to let the person tell you themselves. Mm -hmm. And off we went on our walk in rest. We're like, we don't even need to pray (laughs) because God, you've said, remember that? Mm -hmm. That's a sign. Mm. faith hope and love keep walking mm. I've got it mm. and so I just love keep tying this back into rest and worship yeah. and, and, and the Bible trust. says that the Holy Spirit will bring us into remembrance yes yeah. yes and that when you said when it when he was going to tell you that story it was remembering mm. the yes. acts of God remembering wow. the wonders of God and when you were talking about the disciples that they didn't they didn't strive mm-hmm. they tarried they they waited patiently they did, the yeah. ones that were striving, Bible talks about how many left. You know, think about why did they leave? Why couldn't they wait? Mm -hmm. They were burdened down. They Mm. couldn't wait. They were impatient. It was not in their timing. And they left and they missed what God wanted to give them, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. So sometimes I like, I want to think like, God, I don't want to weigh myself down, burden myself down, frustrate myself that I leave before my answer. I leave before the miracle. Because that's what they did. They left. Well, I don't remember the number right offhand, but like as how many left and how many stayed and how many were there? It was, a, it was a lot, a lot left. I think about what it does to us when we strive, what it really does to our faith. One of my biggest takeaways was I really, really loved hearing everyone's different perspective of specifically the two areas of the Trinity, Jesus the Savior and Holy Spirit. Because I just felt like, You come with what you know. You come with how you know God. We hear it from other people. Like, I love that it's even named Better Together. Because as I'm hearing everyone's own individual encounters with Jesus the Savior, even God the Father and Holy Spirit, I was like, wow, this is a great reminder that we never stop growing in our knowledge of God. Get the latest Better Together news delivered straight to your inbox. Visit bettertogether.tv to sign up now. When I was in school, my mom would say, you know, when you're taking the test, just ask Holy Spirit to bring everything back into remembrance that you study. Just relax, Mm -hmm. study your work, do your part, 
And then when you get in there, take the test, take a deep breath and ask Holy Spirit to bring everything back to your remembrance because that's what he does. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about him being activated, all I could think about is this funny clip that I saw. This girl was being tested with something, I think on one of these shows, <laughs> and she started dancing. She was like, Holy Spirit, activate. <laughs> and I laughed so <laughs> So now every time I'm getting ready to go into something and I, I'm like, okay, I need wisdom to take like the the heaviness out or the pressure out. I'm like holy spirit <laughs> and it you know it just makes me chuckle but it puts me at a state of rest and peace and then he can speak freely and then I can just go for it so I just love how faithful God is yeah, yeah. I, I do too and that's what we pray every morning that <laughs> we start better together it's like holy spirit we need you yes. we need mm -hmm. you to bring back to remembrance yeah. stories and testimonies yeah. and scriptures and you know and knowing that we are completely nothing yeah without god yeah. i would be so lost i would be so pathetic a pathetic human <laughs> if i didn't have God as my good father, Jesus is my savior and the Holy Spirit to help renew and transform my life yeah. and to lead and guide. And I love that, that each one of the persons of the Trinity has such a profound, a profound as aspect. I mean, many, but I mean that we needed a savior mm -hmm. yeah. and, and that was God himself in the form of human man. Mm -hmm. And and when Jesus died on the cross, he always called him Heavenly Father, my Father. Mm -hmm. And at that time, it was my God. And here is God in human form, mm -hmm. completely sin for us. So God took sin for us. It was God who did that for us, our Father that became sin, Jesus. And then one for us, got all authority. There's all authority in Christ and then gave us the Holy Spirit. You know what I love about God is He knows what we need. He knows every facet of our lives. He knows that, that when we're grieving, we need a comforter. He knows that when we need to uh, fulfill our destiny and purpose, we need truth. We need empowerment by the Holy Spirit. He knew we needed a Savior. And so he sent his son. So God knew what we needed, and he gave us everything in God himself, in these three beautiful persons. And um, I think, you know, I don't think we fully understand the whole grasp of it, but I'm sure looking forward to eternity to be able to figure it out somehow. I just think if people can can grasp the thought that he he helps us. It's not just God up there that's watching and we're down here striving mm -hmm. on our yeah. own. Yeah. Yeah. We're not on our own. We're not alone. We're not, we're not left helpless and fatherless. He has sent his help yes. to us to transform us, to give us the power mm -hmm. to be transformed, to give us the power to go and sin no more, to give us the power to walk in grace. And that's where it's because of the grace of God. How do we identify when we need Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Well, I think you just look at the situation 
and the Trinity meets all the needs. You know, sometimes maybe when I'm feeling a bit alone, I actually don't need to call on the Holy Spirit. I need to remind myself that the Holy Spirit is with me. And sometimes when I'm walking in moments of shame and condemnation, I need to remind myself, if I'm walking in repentance, I actually get to access the finished work of the cross, which is forgiveness and redemption. And then when I need a source, a helper, when I need to say, God, I don't know how to do it. I need a father. Can you provide for me? I go to the father. But it's all the same. It's God, Son, Holy Spirit, all in one, one beautiful conversation. The ever-present help. Yeah. Like uh, you guys have all been talking. I'm, like, I'm so excited to unpack even more of just like Jesus, yeah. God, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Because even you're sharing that story and I go, we probably all have so many experiences to share mm -hmm. where we saw the Holy Spirit intervene in profound ways where you go, no, you are in control yeah. of this story. Mm -hmm. You are in control. You created from you, for you, to you are all things. Mm -hmm. yes. And I feel like that only exists for God, understanding God as three in one. It's just like, oh my goodness, and the ever-present help. You know, as we're talking, I'm like, oh my goodness, I've, I'm recounting ways I've encountered the mm. Father, yeah. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And sometimes you do have to sit and think and remember. Yes. You know what I mean? It's like to take the time mm -hmm. with people or by yourself to remember. Yeah. Oh, because even as I'm listening to all you guys, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when I met the Father this way. And, mm -hmm. you know, we were talking beforehand. I go, I had no idea we'd both adopted out of foster care. And that in and of itself, you have your own encounter with the Father heart of God because yeah. you have to. Mm -hmm. You need him yes. to walk into these worlds where people are fatherless and they need fathers. And so, but the one phrase as everyone's talking, I'm like, I just can't believe we have an ever present help. Mm. It is just, I feel like that reoccurring theme of rest and resting in him and the ever present help. I'm just sitting here going, I'm so thankful Yes. And that's accessible to every single believer. Yeah. It's not like something you arrive to, no. something you deserve, deserve <laughs> can earn, all the things. So I'm just, I'm excited as we unpack more of each part of who he is, you know. Yeah. You know, that's why it's really so important to have uh, friends, mm -hmm. community mm -hmm. that, is willing to express their testimony, give their testimony, talk about God, try to understand God better, read the word together, because really iron sharpens iron as one man sharpens another. And just the excitement of us talking about um, God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, you know, and then you retrieve back into your mind how how God is God and how he's shown yes, up as God, yes, you know. Yes. I mean, you were talking about you'd be nothing without God. Well, yes, the Holy Spirit makes you look smart. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I mean, you look so like, smart. she makes you look so smart, you know. I've, sometimes I've thought, when somebody says, oh, that was good, I'm thinking, that was God. <laughs> that wasn't me, you know. And so you experience him in different ways showing up. The scripture that I would share um, with someone about understanding the Trinity is 2 Corinthians 13, 14. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of Holy Spirit be with you all. It pretty much talked about what each of those roles do within that one scripture. The grace of the Lord Jesus, because he saved us. 
when we do crazy things that we're not supposed to do, the grace, he carried all those sins, the love of God as a father, him just wrapping his arms around us and showing us how much he loves us. And then the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, we never have to be alone. And he guides us and he leads us and he makes us look smart. <laughs> you know, it, it covers it all in 2 Corinthians 13, 14. You know, I'm excited about what we're going to talk about. I am excited to learn from you guys and just to hear your experiences. But there's um, people out there right now that want to know more about God. So I'm glad they're watching. I'm glad they're listening. But I think if we leave with one central theme tonight, that God is God. He's all in one. Get to know God, the Father, Jesus Christ, and He will reveal His Spirit to you, you know, because the Spirit is what brings forth the fruit and the change in our lives. So, you know, wherever you're starting today, I would say to anyone, just believe that you're dearly loved. And so let's just pray right now that people will just start there, you know, start there. Father, I thank you so much that you love us. You said with an everlasting love, that's an unchanging love. That's an enduring love. That's an embracing love. And so Father, we thank you for that, that love that is everlasting. And we just wanna receive it right now from you. Father, we wanna experience more of your fullness and who you are. And so Father, thank you for revealing yourself to us through the Holy Spirit and saving our soul through Jesus Christ. And so Father, right now, we just lift up anyone who needs you, who needs your love, who needs your touch. And Father, we are in agreement right now that you are as close as the very breath that they breathe. All they have to do is open up their mouth and say, help me, Lord, and you will be there. You will aid and you will guide and you will lead and you will save. Father, thank you for all that you're doing in our midst, all that you're doing in the people listening and all that you've done in our life and are going to do in our life. And it's in the precious name of Jesus that we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen.